Good evening. You are listening to a Rattledge and Broadcasting Premier Podcast TV party tonight. I'm your host, the mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge. And tonight, our favorite show is WWE Day One. Might have been your favorite show, but <laughs> lots to talk about here, gentlemen. Lots to talk and about. Get on your horse and ride. The podsmen are back again. Yes, sir. My brother from another mother, straight out of Strong Island, Christian from the hey. X Lapsed and all the other podcasts you do. How all you doing, those sir? Shows. Good, good, good. You know, um, as you guys know, I don't think any of us are following uh, WWE week to week. Maybe Mr. Bailey is. Are you watching Raw and SmackDown and stuff? I, I am. I am guilty. Now, do okay. I watch it on the day of? Oh hell, no. absolutely not. Okay. No, no. I, do you watch I, it on day one? Ooh. See that segue? That's why this man right here is uh, is the leader of the Radlish and Broadcasting Network with with stuff like that. So I, I don't watch it week to week. I can't. I just can't do it. And uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty awful. But uh, I did do a little bit of reading on this show last week. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, what is day one going to be? You know, I was trying to see what the card was going to be, and the the phrase that I kept seeing pop up on the news sites, and I think we call that news n e w n e w z. Like, Ooh, you know, like always, always shit. add the Z. Always add, add the Z. Z so we can trademark it. The Z news. The Z lens, the Z lens clout. <laughs> it does indeed. Um, that and was the picture of my soul dying a little bit. Go ahead. <laughs> and what I kept reading was that this was an all hands on deck show. Mm. All hands on deck. So you might figure something might happen here. You know, <laughs> all hands on deck. This is going to be Christian. This is going to be I, WrestleMania defining. You're like, defining. I like that after years and years of this product letting us down, you're still a believer. Like a monkey, you you're a believer. You, you gotta believe. You gotta he believe. saw her face. Now, now don't he's stop a believer. believing. Yeah. No, don't <laughs> take that journey. Don't mm-hmm. stop believing, Christian. I, on the other hand, am cynical and knew this was going to be yet another. This was in this was in your house, January. And, you oh know, my uh, god, these aren't even pay per views anymore. They are what are they now? Um, premium live events, yes, PLEs, yeah, premium, yeah, the peacock premium live event. So, there sure. we go, yeah, uh, plus, plus. And- and you've already you've already heard him, but here he is. I'll make sure I give him a proper introduction, ladies and gentlemen. He runs that super blog team up and occasionally does a, does a superhero satellite of some description. Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, in his <laughs> In his Chris Lair, his Fortress of Solitude, not broadcasting from a gutter uh, somewhere in Canada. Why, I would never do that, Marcus. I would never broadcast from... <laughs> I, everything is on the up and up when I broadcast, sir. I'll tell you that. Do you, do you tell your do you tell the people that you work with like I'm going out for you know I'm going out for a cigarette and like come back an hour and a half later? <laughs> like where were no, you? No, no, because I uh, I do this at home all the time. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. stop believing mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm, All right, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's get into it. So this uh, this event was marred by, and, and I do want to bring this up before we get into the event. 
So at the same time, the WWE made an announcement, I believe, and I don't have the article up in front of me. So if I get this wrong, you know, just correct me as usual. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, they said, we're no longer doing COVID testing. Everybody got COVID in the locker room. Just everybody. <laughs> I, I find that ironic. What a shock. What a shock. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did not see that coming, Chris Bailey. <laughs> I think I think we're at the point now where it doesn't matter. It's just give it to everybody and let's get over with this. Let's let's stop fighting this. Everybody herd. gets COVID. It's like Oprah giving away cars. Everybody gets COVID. It's herd immunity through herd. Get everyone getting COVID. Yeah, and it is everyone, literally, literally. If everyone gets it, surely no one will get it anymore because that's how flus work. It's true. <laughs> it's true, especially the ones that have the more variants than a Marvel number one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, well, we keep saying like. Um, you know, like how many more of these variants are going to be? I'm like, well, we haven't gone through the entire Greek alphabet yet. Yeah, we're, we're only at Omicron, right? We got yeah, we're, we're, we're at Transformers right now. Got to get Rao <laughs> and Theta. Just and, yeah. just wait till Psykill variant comes out. Then you're all fucked. <laughs> well, the Deathlock variant caused an increase in <laughs> numbers today. We don't understand. Um, this is ridiculous. Uh, didn't it, so. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Bailey, but didn't Nia Jax get canned because of the whole like COVID, like refusing to get tested or vaccinated or something like that? Yeah, it was it was definitely a uh, or she took some time off. Okay. Yeah, sure. She took some some time off for personal, and a you know what that means? Break. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There you go. A mental health break. Sure. And they looked, and uh, you know the good the uh, the old man in the chair upstairs. He said, "Get her the fuck out of my show, Jesus Christ! You <laughs> fire her ass." Mental health break. God damn it, pal. And that was the end of her. Well, well hey, no. during the during the Hogan era, we didn't take mental health breaks. We had cocaine. That's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That kept everyone happy. And then she was shocked that it happened. Like, <laughs> I can't believe, like, after all the years, like, here I am. Like, uh, oh, my God. Of course you're going to get canned. Everybody's getting canned around you, and you decide to have a mental health break. You have you have a new fan, by the way. Chris All right, Turk eight twenty two. Look at you. <laughs> anyway, um, so the only person of note that this affected was Roman Reigns. We were supposed to do um, Big E against three other people: Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and the Almighty Bobby Lashley. Um, and then Roman Reigns got COVID. Vince McMahon had a small stroke, and then they moved Brock Lesnar <laughs> into the main event, and apparently. Whatever it was they were going to do for the rest of the year got changed by virtue of throwing the title on Brock. I'm not really sure why. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, I, we'll, we'll get to it. Um, I don't know how what what they what the plan is for WrestleMania in Texas that this, some, this there's such a monkey wrench into their plans, but such is life. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, first match, um, I, I ask this every week and every week everyone tells me, no, no one bothers with this, but no, nope, I, I watched it. Oh, did you? Ooh, okay. Danny so watched the, the kickoff was match was Seamus and Ridge Holland with a newly constructed leg versus Cesaro and Ricochet who are still who have managed to not be fired. All right, Bailey, how was this match? Wait a second. Uh, I did not see this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Maybe we didn't. We forgot. I thought I thought it was the Usos new. Oh no, Usos new day were actually that right was on the, the show. Uh, that was, that was right on the show. Yeah. Okay, so literally, I, I saw the ending. So I no, I did not see much of this match at all. Just well, literally, literally the ending. I turned it on like I always turn my show on five minutes before. So whatever's in that five minutes, that's what I see that pre-show. 
Well, Chris, Christian, I will send you a shiny nickel if you can guess of Sheamus and Rich Holland versus Cesaro and Ricochet. Who got who lost that match, Christian? Take a wild guess. I'm guessing Cesaro and Ricochet lost. A, a nice shiny nickel will be mailed hey. to you today. How about that? <laughs> Let's move on. All right, the Usos, nickels are plenty. Mm-hmm. The Usos took on the new day of King uh, Wood. Part eight thousand five hundred and twelve. Yeah. That, this I, is the nine billionth and yeah. fifth time that these this, teams have this fought. This should be a five-star match because when you've done it this many times and it's basically a Broadway show, mm. there shouldn't be any mess-ups. So this, this was 20 minutes, and who wants a shiny nickel for guessing who won this one? Uso with their brand-new finisher, the, the 1D. 3D. The 1D. Well, the first of two 1Ds this show, right? <laughs> yes, that's true. Oh, <laughs> Maybe like we had the Rock Battle Royal back in uh, November, right? That mm-hmm. the Rock didn't show up to. Maybe this was like the Dudleys uh, tag team Invitational, where the Dudleys didn't even show up. <laughs> I what? honestly, Sheen, I hope they keep doing that. I seriously hope like they just keep ascribing. It's the Roddy Piper Lumberjack match. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> so so what's funny about this, these teams have wrestled. I mean, they could have a complete DVD collection box set. <laughs> of their all their matches there's that many oh, yeah. there's that many matches that these have had that's only on tv and pay-per-view can you mm-hmm. imagine the house show circuit it would literally fill a library with what, mm-hmm. what these guys have accomplished are there, uh, no was this match any good are there no other tag teams in the wwe is it just the usos and uh, sheamus and ridge holland <laughs> I heard they won. <laughs> remember remember when <clears throat> NXT had a whole lot of tag teams that were like awesome? Yes. No, well, they, they, they have RK Bro. They oh, have okay. the Alpha Academy. Mm-hmm. Who the hell are the Alpha Academy? Mm-hmm. They're uh, Shorty Gable and uh Otis. <laughs> Shorty Gable, yes. Are you serious? thank you for bringing that back? Oh yes, mm-hmm. Otis. Oh, yeah. yeah, Otis has been transformed into a collegiate. Yeah, now he's like uh, he's like clean shaven, I think, and mm-hmm. looks all like preppy and stuff. It's... He looks ridiculous, Radlich. Is he, he still the same shape as yes, yes. a melon yeah. of some? Yeah, he's still uh, just as wide as he is tall. <laughs> he, okay. he looks like a... he, he looks worse because he's clean shaven. So he looks yeah. like this round mound of sound, clean and polished, oh, okay. right down to right down to the underwire. So he's a he walking looks like zucchini. a baby. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a baby. He looks like Jack Swagger if he'd been like uh like putting like a like a like one of those like proton squisher things <laughs> where he's like it's he, um, he walks like he's he's uh he's about an hour away from a bathroom but has to go right now. You know what I mean? Just a load. <laughs> really <laughs> good, good, because when I think of Alpha, I think of Otis. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else about this match other than it was way long and one out of a billion that they've done together? So it, it really tells you, I mean, so New Day is, they're basically pitching a tent on a brand new gimmick. Okay, so you got King Kofi, and you got mm-hmm. base, not King Kofi, um, Xavier, one. King Xavier, and you've got Kofi, his, basically his court jester. So you've got this whole King deal going on. It's not over at all. And you got the Usos who are in the main event program, of course, with Roman Reigns who tested COVID, you know, tested positive for COVID. So to me, there this one is just a placeholder because I don't know what the future holds for the New Day, not New Day, but um, the Usos and Roman Reigns. You know, will Roman Reigns recover from COVID quickly and get this back on track? Or are we going to end up seeing belt stripped and uh, you know this uh, this whole Roman Reigns dynasty going down the pipe? I don't know, but. Um, 
it's going to be interesting. But, you know, I, I think it foreshadowed what was about to happen with Roman Reigns with the Usos winning here. So they don't have any plans of taking those belts off these guys right now. So I, good sign, I, I guess. Fine. I would be fine with leaving the belts on the Usos if they could defend against anyone else besides the New Day. I mean, the, I mean, they're even breaking up makeshift teams. Last night they had AJ Styles versus Omos in one of the matches on uh, on Raw. <laughs> guess who won? Guess guess who won? The Undertaker. In under three minutes, a squash, complete uh, squash of AJ Styles. Oh, nice. I I hope we get Omos versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Ooh. I will kill myself versus Tyson Fury too <laughs> on air. Oh my god! No, well then we don't need Roman Reigns because if it's oh, Tyson yeah, yeah. Fury versus Tyson, Omos, yeah. Oh, I, I, <laughs> no, I do not put that go. into the universe. No, <laughs> I I will leave my family and I will go front row <laughs> with no pants if it's Omos versus versus Tyson Fury. Be fantastic. I like oh, no pants, no mask, yeah. <laughs> no pants. <laughs> my pants on my face as the mm -hmm. mask. Um, all right. Speaking of people I don't care about, I watched this with my wife, and she uh, she suddenly became very interested in what was going on when Drew McIntyre took on Madcap Moss with Happy <sighs> Corbin. So again, I don't watch the weekly shows, and my family watches less wrestling than I do, but you know, we were all gathered around the telly for day one, and my wife, apparently her hall pass is Drew McIntyre, so she became very interested. My son calls <laughs> Baron Corbin the douche, doesn't know what his actual name is, he's just the douche. And so, and so Baron Corbin walks out and he goes, I know I haven't watched this for a while, but why wasn't the douche homeless for a little bit? And I had to catch him up and like, well, he won. The, he won in Vegas or whatever. He's like, OK, and who's the hipster with him? Does because just having money mean you have to dress like a hipster now? I wish I had recorded my son. He was do. He went into like a bit that, that had me more the one that was more interesting than the match. Two had me in tears. See, like he just like <laughs> he just started riffing on Baron Corbin and Madcap Moss. Um, anyway, Drew McIntyre, my wife's hall pass, defeated him in less than ten minutes. I couldn't tell you anything else besides my family's antics and their response to this match. If I tried Christian, so why don't you tell the people how this match went? You know, um, Madcap Moss. Uh, to look at him, you'd think mm. he was you know, just a hipster douchebag. Right. He's actually a lot more charismatic and talented than Happy Corbin. Okay. And it really sucks that Corbin is getting all the shine here. Uh not not so much shine, but he is like the focus. You know, mm -hmm. the the this feud is not McIntyre and Moss. It's McIntyre and Corbin, unfortunately. Right. But Moss actually brought it in the match. It was a decent match. Um didn't care for the story, didn't care about the story, mm -hmm. didn't care for the antics that happened afterwards with uh you know, this feud must continue bullshit with Corbin jumping Drew again. I, I guess um, he's out for neck surgery was the whole purpose of getting okay pulmonized okay. with the chair. Gotcha. Yeah, because, I mean, this just reminded me of uh, that time where, like, they didn't know what they were going to do with Roman Reigns. Like, mm -hmm. we were yeah. in, like, the, the throes of, like, we, we hate Roman. Get Roman off the TV. And it's like, well, what are we going to do with him? Let's have him feud with Corbin for 100 years. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like they shift McIntyre into that after him main eventing, like, every show last year. Mm -hmm. it's like we have nothing more for him throw him with corbin why not i mean there's like a black hole of suck and people won't <laughs> miss him so much when he's gone so well, let's, that's your exit we're in an interesting time in the wwe because they're firing everybody right but they but they're not firing mm -hmm. everybody they're keeping some people and those people have, to have something to do so mm -hmm. it's like we're not happy so drew mcintyre is not in the title picture 
Baron Corbin's not in the title picture, which is where they were firmly entrenched for most of the last two years. Mm-hmm. So why not put them together? I mean, it's it sound reasoning. Mm-hmm. It's just both of them have as much charisma and entertainment value as <laughs> watching paint dry. So, yeah, I can see the, the exponential boredom that emanates out of the two of them put together. Oh, yeah. But on paper, it makes sense. You know what I mean, Bailey? Well, of course. Yeah. The, these two, these two idiots, like Corbin and Moss, they're they're like two idiots who, you know, two prepsters who walk into a comic book store and they're just over in the corner heckling the the comic buying audience. <laughs> look, we got comics. <laughs> you know, underwear what I mean? outside their pants. Oh, look at stupid. Like, oh, they're just like they're having a good time themselves. And I think mm-hmm. I think that's what makes the gimmick a little bit is that these guys are these they're all in on this happy Corbin and Moss thing. I mean, let's let's mm-hmm. be let's be honest. They love this gimmick. Nobody else does, but these guys are all in for whatever Vince had in mind. And I think it's a train wreck of a gimmick. I and mean, uh I think get paid to do it. Like, can you imagine if you're happy Corbin and you're mad cat moss and you're like, so you're gonna pay me a lot of money to act like a douchebag on TV and I don't have to wrestle as much? Yeah, where do I sign up? I don't I mean I'm not Bret Hart. I don't think this is real. Baron you know? Corbin is the luckiest guy because he started in NXT as the lone wolf, had a great run there, right. to be honest with you. Literally oh, yeah. had a great run. He, he, was he, he was wrecking bitches on NXT. Oh, they were counting, yeah. he sh- counting he sh- his matches. Yeah. Yeah. He should have he should have had belts over there. That guy should have mm-hmm. continued on mm-hmm. there and developed himself. Then they brought him in as a GM on Raw. A GM, and he lasted forever. Good Lord, they couldn't get this guy off that show. Then he became, you know, regular Baron Corbin. They gave him the King gimmick. This guy is the DDP of the WWE, man. They're just pushing him through every single angle. He's almost mirroring Diamond Dallas Page right now because he's got the uh, he's got the whole Vegas happy gimmick. You know what I mean? He doesn't have a benefactor yet, but uh, almost right. Exactly right. Pat Mullen, friend of the show, and currently uh, at home. Uh, so he's weighing in on all my podcasts. Says Happy Corbin is the most entertaining he's been since his indie dream killer promo. Man, listen, man, listen, Go he is R O H. Pat is uh, Pat is not wrong because I'm telling you, this guy is all in on the gimmick, and it's not a situation where these guys feel that they're stuck in a rabbit hole and they can't get mm-hmm. out of it. And it's like this, you know, you know, when someone does not like their gimmick. I don't yeah. think that's the case here. These two guys <laughs> eat this shit up. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I feel bad is for Drew. I mean, you, can you go any further down the escalator than Drew McIntyre? I mean, holy crap! From the very top, and this we're we're almost back in pandemic era again. Maybe mm-hmm. it's time to empty those buildings and get that belt back on Drew. Who knows? They are not Maybe, going. I think I, at it, WrestleMania they have him against three little people, like they did with uh, <laughs> King Kong Bundy. <laughs> you know, they have dropping that elbow. <laughs> Yeah, he was in the main event of WrestleMania 2, right? I will WrestleMania send... 3, Little Beaver and the other guy and the other Christine, guy. I will guy. jack up. I will jack it up to a quarter. I will send you a shiny quarter. <laughs> Possibly a Susie B. Oh, Susie B. If you can get Chris Bailey to do a spit take on camera. Oh my god. That is that is gold. I would say I would play, I would, I would definitely pay. I'd pay the full amount. I would call the WWE network and pay $49.99 and say, listen, I want Drew McIntyre against three little people. That's no, it. I, no, I want I want to see your spit take on camera again. Like you almost, <laughs> almost got you there. I don't give a shit about if, if that if that happens. I want a I don't want a Susan B. I want a loony. <laughs> you got it. Okay, Chris Bailey does a spit take caused by you on camera. You get a quarter from me. If Drew McIntyre takes on three midgets at WrestleMania, you get a you get a loony from Chris. A Bailey. loony. You will get one. Let's a loony, a toony, and a dooney. <laughs> you need those to go to the strip club. Speaking mm-hmm. of the strip club, RK Bro. Okay, I have a question because I was promising my son that pigeons would fly out of uh, 
Matt Riddle's ass. Are they not doing that anymore, Chris? Because uh, Bailey, because like, can't just say Chris. Bailey, because I haven't, like I said, I haven't watched Raw in a while. And for a while, they were doing the doves flying out of his butt. <laughs> yeah, it certainly looked like it. It was poor timing for the uh, for the, for the graphics that they were using. So if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, so they have these over the top animations, yeah. almost like a um, augmented reality, reality, augmented yeah. reality stuff. I think and and Strowman had a train. And so when mm. when uh, <laughs> when when Pearl Riddle gets in the ring, he does the jump, kicks off his sandals, and doves literally fly out of his ass. And uh, no, they've gotten away from that. I don't know if somebody okay. finally came out front this time. I think no, they, they, no, they did. They, they did happen. They did happen on the okay. show. They didn't come but out they, of his ass though. No, they came out of his front. I think he ejaculated. Oh. Them. Eja he's ejaculating doves. Mm -hmm. I think. I think dream. the idea is kick the sandals off and the doves fly. But yeah. it, they they never quite get it lined up properly, so it looks <laughs> it like it doesn't it's, work. It's cut. Yeah. It's coming out of an orifice. Yeah, but, that's his mutant power. I I mean, what do you do? I emit doves. Doves out of the ass. We need Done. to get the uh, the TNA um, cameraman from when like Velvet Sky would bend over and they would like zoom like in, they'd give her like a prostate exam or whatever. Yeah. Oh so, man, I'm, so they I missed that. Fly out. TNA, I, I missed that. Of the gates. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> let the pigeons loose. Yeah. Yes, more let the pigeons Bravo. loose in 2022, please. Yes, all, all the pigeons. Okay, we need to get that trending. Let the pigeons loose. <laughs> Anywho, uh, RK Bro took on the Street Profits. Oh, look, there's more tag teams. We've got at least one Ooh. more here. Uh, and they beat them in 11 minutes and 15 seconds. You know, if I could just talk about the wrestling for a moment on this mm -hmm. wrestling show, because it actually was a pretty good match. Yeah. I thought uh, I thought these guys all connected pretty well together. Um, I thought they put on, you know, for an 11-minute tag team match, I thought it was pretty solid, no obvious mistakes. What do you think, Bailey? Man, let me tell you something. There's definitely something in the wind with uh, with RK-Bro. I think they've got a good connection. Uh, they have Randy Orton tease the RKO on Riddle a couple times, and, you know, they play it off and hug each other and go, ha, 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 ha. We all know it's going to come one day, but, you know, yeah. I, I'm kind of digging what we got here right now because it looks like Orton's having fun. Can yeah, you could, you could you have said that any point in his career? I can no. guarantee you no. Mm -hmm. He looked like he is, you know, not only forced to go to the ring with a shotgun, but maybe, you know, under under the influence of pills to come to the <laughs> ring. But this time he really, really looks like he's having a great time. He's interacting with the fans. When mm -hmm. has Randy Orton ever done that? Yeah, right. And Riddle is all in. Like I said, you talk about Moss and, and Corbin. Mm -hmm. Riddle is in with whatever they give him. Hey, bro, go to the ring and kick off your sandals and ride a scooter. And uh, you're with Randy Orton. Whoa, bro, it's great. Yeah. They happy, love it. I'm happy to be here. Keep keep, keep paying me. And what um, happened? What happened to the smoke? Good lord! You talk about they're on the same escalator as Drew McIntyre passing each other <laughs> downwards. Um, what do you think, Sheen? No, this was a good match. It was a good match. Yeah, uh, one of my main takeaways, though, I feel like uh, Randy Orton and Corey Graves are in a competition to see who can grow the skeeviest facial hair. <laughs> Like they they look like predators, man. It's like really. <laughs> and, I, mean, I mean, they call Randy the apex predator. I, I just didn't know he was like standing outside of school when he was. Oh, eight no. Years, but, uh, <laughs> no, no, it's it's bad facial hair. But, Gotta um, go. <laughs> but the match was great. The match was it was a fun match. Uh, like you guys said, uh, Corbin is uh, not Corbin Orton. Jesus, mm -hmm. uh, Orton is uh, having a good time. It seems, and he's out of the world title picture, which is good. Yeah, that's a good thing. Oh, what we did, what we did, what we didn't bring up, what we didn't bring up was the ultra famous rap group, the Migos. 
I was wondering about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, first, let me well, address Pat. Pat is, yeah. Pat is right. Angelo Dawkins is, is fat. But he, he I'll tell you what, Pat. Yeah. He does wear appropriate clothing, not like Deanna Perrazzo, right? I knew Mark was going to say that, right, Mark? <laughs> Who's Deanna okay. Perrazzo? It doesn't matter. Um, no, she, she, no. is a, she is a girl who wrestles in TNA as one of their, used to be one of their champions. And Mark has a body shaming issue with this one. I do oh. not have a body You do have a body. He hates fat the, women. He hates fat women. Was she the or whatever in NXT? And then like they canned her. But then like after they canned her, they yes. decided she's the greatest wrestler on the planet because yes, WWE. The virtuoso. She's the, my, yeah. my issue with Diana Perrazzo in that one show I brought that up in was that her ring gear did not accentuate her body shape. That's all I said. Many and times. I think Angelo Dawkins has appropriate ring gear. And I think yeah. if you unleashed his shirt, it would just go like <laughs> all, all to pot. He'd be just like an upside down. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Patrick. I, I agree. I'm a virtuoso fan, too. You're 100% yes, right. The less on Diana Perrazzo, the better. Look, I my, what I was trying to get to 20 minutes ago was as, as I would start, started taking bets on when Matt Riddle goes through the barbershop window. Like how, how long before that happens? I don't know. I think they're getting a little bit of play out of this. So I think it's going to last a little bit longer. Plus, they just broke up AJ and um, that Omos. gigantic turd, Omos. Omos. So, I mean, you yeah. can't break up everybody right away. It just doesn't sure make sense. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. yeah, they have. Yeah. This is they the have. WWE. They can, do, they, they can do anything and will. All right. Let's, let's, let's have another draft and split everybody up. Speaking of that, that works. Let's do a draft every month. Speaking of doing anything that they want, not caring what the fans want, Edge took on The Miz. Um, and this was a 20-minute build-up to a to, to what's going to be a mixed tag match at the Royal Rumble between Ez and, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Maurice and Miz. I mean, look, I, th there's among my friends, there is a hotly contested debate over The Miz. He's garbage. He's awesome. He's garbage. He's awesome. The people who say he's awesome, he, you know, think that because of his personality, his gimmick, his, you know, we were talking about Baron Corbin and Madcap Moss being all in. You know, like the king of all in is Miz. Oh yeah, definitely, absolutely. Everything they've given the Miz, Miz, every opportunity he's had to be on camera, he has. He runs with it. Yeah, yeah, he runs with it. And whether you like him or not, and most of his career, he was trying to get you to hate him. Mission accomplished. You know that 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 that's why the child, you know, Miz girl. That's why a child was like, you know, crying and mad and everything else when he won the title. Like that was his job at the time. Think uh, think about this. He is a seasoned television person. This guy's been on Dancing with the Stars. He's been right. on, you know, the Real World. He's got all this stuff. He he's on talk shows. He represents the company well. They got rid of his tag team partner, threw him out the door, but they kept the Miz. But I tell you what, this guy is the equivalent of Teflon. I mean, yeah. he went, he's mm -hmm. survived every single firing. They actually added to his package, so he brought his wife back. So that's mm -hmm. a good positive sign. I guess they, they're paying her Morrison's money. I don't know. I'm not here to judge. <laughs> but uh, look at this. Miz is a modern-day honky-tonk man, if honky-tonk was better in every way. Oh, Can I, Patrick. I'm going I'm to – I need to load up a the Homer Simpson going hot take uh, thing. But here's my hot take on the Miz. Not not talking about wrestling or body, just in terms of pure charisma, in terms of being like the ultimate WWE employee, misses the new Hulk Hogan. Or new Cena. Or new Cena. Cena, 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 I think, was the ultimate com ultimate company guy. Right. 100%. I, think, I think Cena, Hogan, Miz, all kind of the same guy. They are, yep. the, they are what the WWE wants in a television personality. So if Miz were like 6'5 mm -hmm. and had like a Batista body, 
you know, then he everyone would love him. Oh, but because over, yeah. but but because he looks like that asshole you used to smoke pot with in college <laughs> and doesn't, doesn't look like a wrestler, everyone's like the Miz sucks. Which brings me to the other side of the argument with the Miz, which is everyone hates him because he's not Daniel Bryan. He's not a Ring of Honor guy. He's not um, a Dave Meltzer five star Tokyo Dome classic wrestler. To which I say the WWE isn't a five star Tokyo Dome wrestling company. Why do I'll, you, be, I'll, I'll be right back, gentlemen. Give me one sec. Sure. Why Why do you feel the need to want that, you know, in every single wrestler? They they can't all be, you know, the, the Ring of Honor five-star wrestler sure. guys. Some, uh, some, I, some people have to sell tickets. I mean, that discounts the Miz's wrestling ability, too, because mm-hmm. he is a fine wrestler. I, I mean, yeah. he's it's not like it's he is. Sure. I mean... He he's capable of good matches. Mm-hmm. He's he doesn't have to be carried. He can actually carry on occasion, as we saw with this match. Um, <laughs> he he's perfectly fine. Um, I would put him in like a above average for uh, wrestling ability. Right. Uh, no, um, I agree with you. I think the Miz. I think a lot of people who want every match to be Kenny Omega, you know, versus. Those are people I wouldn't want to be stuck in an elevator with because they're probably (laughs) the most boring MFers on the planet. Probably. Like, yeah, no, you you need you need for every Kenny Omega, you need to have a Miz Um, or or none of this works. You know, then you might as well be watching the UFC. Um, You you can't just have the serious, uh, you know, million moves a minute sort of match. You need other stuff. You need entertainment. So he took on Edge here, and you know they're trying to find stuff for Edge to do, and they Ugh. they have found it. And I and look, I don't love Edge. I you know I was not one of these people who was super excited to see him back. Um, I didn't care when he left either. I was like, you know, this is I, I talked about this in the past. Every time Miz, every time Edge won a title, he would immediately injure himself. So mm-hmm. it was really hard to buy into him. So it was like, oh my God, Edge has showed up to the Royal Rumble. I'm like, well, I hope he doesn't injure his neck walking to the ring. You know, and he injured <laughs> himself like the next month, right? I mean, <laughs> right. I was like, I, I'm not, I don't get excited. Um, but no. they've had him in some pretty marquee matches. They had him do like the Broadway with uh, the with greatest Morton. wrestling match ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, uh, they, they had him do, I can't remember who else. Oh, they had him in the title match with, the uh, with Roman Reigns. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they're, they're, at this point, he's like, they've done the big matches with him. They're just finding like fun program for him to be in. He's, yeah. a, he's a name that does draw some attention. So good to have him around. And um, I think I, putting him with the Miz here, I mean, mm-hmm. not only do they get to combat each other on the mic, and, and Edge isn't great on the mic. Um, Miz is really great on the mic, but Miz ain't gonna hurt him. Right. You know, he's safe with the Miz, I think. Yep. I Unless he hurts himself. So funny, I think about like the talking smack segment um with Miz and Daniel Bryant, where Daniel Bryan's like, I think you wrestle like a coward. And I don't know how much of that was was Miz's Legit. real personality yeah. and how much of it was they were trying to sell an angle, but I can imagine somewhere in the back of Miz's head, him going, how many people have you hurt doing your stupid strong style versus how many people I have wrestling like a coward, you asshole. <laughs> you know? And I'm kind of with the Miz there. Like, I love Daniel Bryan. That's the, one of the few things I'm turning into AEW now to see is when he wrestles because I haven't been watching it regularly. But I, I, I do sympathize with the Miz's um, perspective of this isn't the UFC. We're not really trying to hurt each other. Yeah, you said I don't it a minute ago. Your whole they're not Bret Hart. Yeah, they're not Bret Hart. This isn't real. <laughs> Take a drink Those every time somebody matter. on this yeah. panel insults Bret Hart. You will have <laughs> alcohol poisoning by the end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> still real to Bret. All right, Chris Bailey. We've just been uh, we've just been BSing about uh, about Edge and Miz. But what did you think of the actual match? 
I mean, listen, standard Miz match. There's there's nothing that gets me super excited over Miz match. Uh, mm-hmm. Edge being back, you know, having that interaction with them. Uh, they're sort of playing off some happenings over in um, over in AEW with their little feud because you know they're they're talking about the basically they're mirroring the whole CM Punk and MJF thing, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, you get the same match over and over, Mark. And is it a bad thing? No, it's not necessarily bad. I don't think there was very much bad wrestling per se on this entire show. Um, is it something we've seen way too much? Probably, yeah. But um, I, I was entertained, and I think the whole point of it is, is did this match lead to something? Uh, with this match and what happened on Raw, yeah, they I think they did a successful build. The, the whole idea behind this match was to bring back Edge's wife, Beth Phoenix, yep. the Glamazon, and she came back looking all Tina Turner, uh, Beyond Thunderdome, all sort of Horror crazy mind. ass. So they were in they were in Atlanta, and she looked like she had been in a downtown lesbian bar, and like saw what was happening, and left the bar and ran over. <laughs> I, I needed her to show up with like a Guinness in her hand or something, like, <laughs> smashing on the ground. Like I've had enough of this, you bitch. Yeah. Like, she was she swinging did, she, with uh, Eric Bischoff and da- Diamond pa- Diamond Dallas Page's wives and stuff. Yeah. She 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 didn't look like uh, Glamazon of old. You know what I mean? Doing the whole no. Yeah. She, no, she didn't she have like, the, the tiara and all that stuff. She looked like a crazy wolf woman or something. I, I, don't I was going to say, she looked like an extra in a Mad Max movie. Yeah, she did. She she now. looked like she was beyond. Yeah, there you go. The, the, the Maybe that's what you're doing, Sheen. Maybe it's her and Ember Moon. Ember Moon coming back very soon. Can you imagine? Is she With that gone? crazy hair. Isn't she done? Something yeah, tells gone? me. Yeah, Pat Mullen, Pat Mullen, we do, do some live researching for us. <laughs> she just announced that she's got some indie indie date lined up for herself. She'll probably she'll probably be another one that ends up in TNA. That's where. Every, uh, oh, pal! I actually make a great team on the I, unemployment line. I meant to say AEW, but TNA, AEW, same thing at this point. Um, oh. <laughs> last thing, unless Chris has got anything more about that um, about that match. Pat Mullen with the hot take. Brian getting called a coward by the Miz for staying retired instead of going somewhere else to wrestle was money. Certainly was, Ollie. It certainly was. Um, Gene, before we move on, anything else about the Miz versus Edge? Um, you know, this is what this was the first match of the show where I was like tempted to hit like the 10 second ahead mm-hmm. a bit really? on the remote because it was just like, okay. It's basic, it's, it's bare bones. And every time, because I actually did that for a minute, I mm-hmm. did the 10 second thing, and every time I came back, they were in a rest hold. And it's you know, like, you know, what's funny. Why is this match so friggin' long? <laughs> the match in and of itself was nothing special, as you guys have already said. But I was the most, I was probably the most interested in this match besides the main event of the entire card. Because as we've been sort of, we were dancing around one central thing with the Miz. Anything he's involved in will have a good story or will have a story. Um, it may not be good. They'll but pay attention they're, they're, to it. Yeah. Yeah. They're, you, Mrs. usually can't miss TV if, if for no other reason than he's always involved in something that's just beyond the wrestling. Whereas a lot of the rest of this show, and what makes kind of these reviews of WWE hard, is the wrestling is never incompetent. People aren't like, you know, it's not like Big Swole, who sucks, by the way, and it doesn't matter anything else swole. about her. You don't know who Big Swole is. You don't no. even know who Big Swole is. Big okay, Swole. here let, let's let's fill, let's fill him in. So Big Swole is a was one is, of the No Limit Soldiers. She <laughs> <laughs> should have been. Who? Yeah. Yes. So Big Swole is a AEW women's competitor was, who's you know okay. pretty was pretty okay. jacked up. She got let go by Tony Khan. She gets uh-huh. online this week or last uh-huh. week, I should say, and complains that AEW is not diverse. Yes, and then and Paragon that's the reason why she got let go. 
and then Paragon uh-huh. of Sanity, Leo Rush, runs in oh, for her defense. And it's like, yo, 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 we ain't having none of this shit, yo. I'm not comfortable. Not, not for nothing, but if you, but if your like lawyer is Leo Rush, you've already lost the case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is he is not Concede. a good advocate. Yeah, yeah just, but but know. the worst part of all this, Sheehan, is that Tony mm-hmm. Khan, the guy who uh, runs AEW, mm-hmm. came out and said he let her go because he didn't like her wrestling, and Twitter exploded. Yes, because Twitter. Let's put it this way: no, anyone that actually like really studies wrestling knows mm-hmm. Big Swole sucks. Yeah, okay? she's really bad. She's really bad. But Big Swole gets like weird internet. Gets a pass. Yeah, yeah, she gets a pass. She, she looks good. She looks good. She's she she looks like a great, you know. Does she? Yeah, she does. She's got a good look. She's I don't know. Uh, so uh, I'm going to give you a homework assignment, Christian. Okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm going to mm-hmm. give you the Jim Cornette homework assignment. Okay. Go, go look up the dentist match brawl they did from a few pay-per-views oh. back. Okay. Wait, I, what? The, they had a uh, they. I should tell you who it is. Doctor Britt Baker. Did you know she was a dentist? Um, it's new. Uh-huh. <laughs> Doctor Britt Baker, who is Adam Cole's girlfriend, uh-huh. and Big Swole had a brawl in Britt Baker's dentist office. Oh, is this like is Britt Baker the one who like every single match she has, she says it's her coming out party, and how she's finally made it every single friggin' match she has. Maybe she has like a weird okay. flirty thing with don't with. Um, What's his face? Tony. Tony uh, Shivani. Shivani, yeah. Um, it's oh, a little uncomfortable huh? to watch. It's okay. kind. Of, it's kind of DMD. like. Yeah, it, it's 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 just one of those weird things where like you know like an uncle and a niece, you know and a niece you're like uh, oh you guys are, yeah it's a little mm-hmm. bit um, apex predatoring <laughs> maybe a little mm-hmm. little facial hair thing yeah Tony mm-hmm. yeah Tony Shivani also with the weird facial hair have you noticed mm-hmm. you, you know what you know what was funny about this whole big swole Tony Khan thing. What? Is that it actually reversed the other way. So if you pay attention to Twitter, what happened afterwards, I try not to swole swole sort of came back and said, they apologized and said, she never, ever called Tony Khan a racist. Uh, and then Leo rush came on board with like this lengthy thing saying that he talked to Tony and everything's cool and he's not a racist. So they like on canceled Tony Khan. It sure. was the weirdest thing. Um, such I, stupid shit. This is, huh? th- yeah, you're 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 very much okay to just not pay attention to you know, you know. Um, could you imagine? Let's go back to like the late 70s or early 80s here. Can you see like Harley Race having a Twitter account? <laughs> First of all, like Jesse Ventura having a Twitter account. Oh, I would pay I money would to pay see money it. for that. God damn it, oh my God. I would pay money for like Harley Race. Um, Dory what, Funk. I was gonna, no, what's his nuts? The, the US champion who was in the Four Horsemen, whose daughter's a racist. Tully? Yeah, I want Tully. I need Tully Blanchard, Harley Race, and who was Jesse the plan? Ventura did, did, was to have Dick a Murdoch? podcast, yeah. but have a podcast in 1985. Ugh. Oh, man, it would have been so good. Oh, get Oli in there. <laughs> Please go. Someone go back in time. Get them from 1985 and put them on YouTube today. Harley Race sending death threats to people, and I'm telling you, Jerry Lawler, I'm going to bring my gun to the Memphis Coliseum and kill your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's what it would be. I, uh, I, I open death a, threats. I don't want to do a whole lengthy thing on this. And Bailey might have been watching the show when I was talking about this last night with Sean. I said, if you watch movies from like the 70s and the 80s, especially the early 80s, a lot of what goes on, a lot of the, the language you being used doesn't really work today. It doesn't. Does not age well. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Christine, right? Yeah, but I I miss it. I I miss that. That's how people used to talk to each other before. Yes. 
you know, before like the world became what it was. But anyway. it's like watching the first season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and the current season of It's, okay. it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So Pat, <laughs> totally Pat, different worlds. Pat Mullen weighing in with a pitch for his own show where, where you know, like Alex Jones style, it's just him yelling <laughs> into the screen. We don't need Oli in 1985. We have Pat Mullen. Okay, Pat. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. So big um, swole. So, well, <laughs> you know, big swollen. Yeah. Uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, oh yeah, we have Liv a show Morgan. we're talking about. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you remember that or not, but we're talking no. about day one. Um, we we should just talk for an hour about whatever stupid shit's going on in wrestling. Yes. Like, no topic. Just like just just pulling up, up Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Scrolling. Roundtable. Um, this is dumb. Let's talk about it. Anyway, speaking of dumb, let's talk about it. Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan. So I guess it was Liv Morgan's turn this month to be yeah, featured, be a featured woman. I have no idea what this was all about. I don't even know what Liv Morgan was saying half of the time. I guess she's like a super positive, cheer me, cheer you, uh, you know, modern type of gal. That's her whole gimmick now, Bailey. What What is yeah, going on with so, Liv Morgan? So, so last night, last night in general, <clears throat> she comes out on Raw and big time Bex is in the ring. She's got the belt. She's after defeating her here on day one. Mm -hmm. And Liv Morgan makes fun of her jacket. And causes a, <laughs> I can't believe you're wearing that jacket in the ring, Becky. Nobody likes that jacket. And you're like, what are we watching here? What is this? Is she, but anyway. And I, at which point Becky and Charlotte pushed her in a locker and left her in there. <laughs> so the whole thing with Liv Morgan, let's talk about that. So Riot Squad doesn't exist. So Never she's after it. she's after going through so many transformations in character. She went mm -hmm. from Riot Squad, then she went to lesbian, mm -hmm. uh, then she went to I like Squad again. Wait, I like uh, how lesbian is a character. She was, she was. That was that was her, her only trait. That was yeah, her only she, character. Trait. She was she was brought out as the lesbian partner to Lana. Lana, right? Lana during the wedding. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so she was she was her lesbian partner. That's all forgotten about now. Apparently, she's not a lesbian, and she's gunning for the gold here right now. So she's trying to rally the uh, the people behind her, and she wants to you know live again. So everything she's doing right now is playing off the word live. So you know she's what here to Jolly live. Rancher is she eating? I'd, oh, yeah, that's right. Maybe she, maybe it's blue. Maybe it's green. We don't know. But uh, by God, she's evil, right? She, the the impression <laughs> like Tajiri. The impression she was giving me was like, like she's being like this was her moment that she had been held down this whole time, and it's very hard for me to take a attractive blonde girl seriously. Like I was being held back. Okay, you don't have all kinds of crazy advantages. No, that's fine. You know, I saw I saw Liv Morgan in her debut on NXT live and in Technicolor in, in mm -hmm. person, and uh, she was. I thought she was good then. But I, I, you know what? I, I think this match in general wasn't terrible for what they had. I mean, you're, you're think about it on paper. D don't, don't worry about what you saw in the ring. If somebody told you at day one, uh, big time Bex was going to be taken on Liv Morgan, you would have laughed. You'd be like, oh my God, this is like a third, fourth string match. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I'd but anyway, that Liv still had a job. <laughs> well, listen, she's they the, uh, they don't have enough blonde white women on the show, so they got to keep her around. You're, 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 you're Tony Storm, right? Tony Storm <laughs> decided that uh, she's burnt out from wrestling until Tony Khan gives her a check, right? Tony, Tony Storm walked out of the WWE, literally mm -hmm. did pull the Jeff Hardy, uh, you know, finished up her match. I think, uh, stoned and, uh, get, I, th I think like it was something to do with Charlotte. 
I think there was some oh. backstage heat with Charlotte and she was basically poor old Tony storm was put in a job position every single time she came mm-hmm. uh, to the main mm-hmm. roster, especially over on SmackDown. They didn't do anything with her and she's been just a job troll for, uh, for Charlotte flair. And uh, I guess the girl didn't like that and partied on. I thought it was Tony time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe an impact wrestling. <laughs> so they put together like an okay match. It was nothing special. Uh, my one takeaway from this was again, you know, kids tuned in and out of uh, of wrestling, and my daughter wanted to cheer but Becky, and she was like, and I'm paraphrasing here. She didn't use the exact word. My daughter doesn't curse. In fact, finds cursing would be very offensive. But she basically said in her own 11 year old way, "Hey, when did Becky Lynch turn into an asshole?" And I was like, "Oh, recently." And she was like, "But why?" And I and it's so funny because this has been like the ongoing like Jim Cornette internet argument. Like, why would you turn your biggest baby face heel? And my argument, and, and Bailey and I have talked about this a bunch of times, is because Becky works better as a heel, just like Roman works yeah. better as a heel. They yeah. have a natural dick charisma about them. So and that's why they work well as heels. That's like their, their best stuff. Um, but my daughter, and I basically said that to my daughter, and she goes, looks at me, and she goes, but I want to cheer her. Like, I like her. <laughs> I, yeah. I think mm-hmm. she's yeah. great. And I want to cheer for her. And I can't because she's being a jerk. <laughs> and I was like, eh, I don't know what to tell you. But I think I, I think they lost something along the way. I think you're dead on the money there. I think she can still be cocky, still do the big time backs, and mm-hmm. still be over. You know what I mean? I think they could still pull that off. I mean, Steve Austin wasn't exactly, you know, smoking, uh, smoking, you know, having beers with the audience. I mean, he was mm-hmm. literally, you know, he was still being an ass first when he started that whole you know, Austin 316 gimmick. He No, he didn't care about nothing or nobody. Don't trust me. Blah, 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 blah. And the I think trick, he could have done that with Beck. The trick with Austin was he was the working guy taking yeah. on, the, taking yeah. on the, the corporation. He was taking on the man. Taking on like the he, machine. He was never a dick to the people. He was always right. a dick to McMahon and the right. corporation. That's always the way it was. And that's a formula right. that worked. So if you wanted to do like big time, see, it's hard because. Her, How did they the, turn her? That I, I, oh, they had her beat um, Big Swole in um, like seconds <laughs> at SummerSlam. Oh, okay. they did. He beat. She beat Big Swole. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Big Swole had this big coming out party at WrestleMania against uh, Sasha Banks. I'm, Wait I'm a minute. This. Wait a I'm minute. Run- I get this reference now. <laughs> I, I'm running with this gimmick. Just leave me alone. Um, so so Sasha Banks and uh, and Big Swole uh, closed out one night at WrestleMania. <laughs> That's not what happened, by the way. <laughs> we don't want to be our credibility dumpster fire here, but anyway. And um, you know, and so everyone was all about Big Swole there for a while. Um, <laughs> and then uh, there was an injury. Knock on, <laughs> take a drink. And uh, they had to substitute in Becky Lynch for whoever was supposed to wrestle Big Swole at SummerSlam. And Becky Lynch uh, came out, she had his, her big com- comeback moment, and beat Big Swole within seconds. And the internet lost its flipping mind. It was supposed to be Car- it was it was supposed to be Carmella, wasn't it? Well, before Carmella it was supposed to be maybe it was Bailey. Like, uh, Bailey Is Bailey yeah. still around? She's she no. I had to tell. I had to break the news to my daughter too, who's the big Bailey is actually my daughter's favorite wrestler. Uh, besides anyone Japanese, and uh, and she got injured and she's been out for a while now. Is Oscar still around? She can, can I can I tell can I tell you something funny, Sheen, about about yeah. Bailey? So cool. I th- I thought there was this Bailey account that I was following on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was a legit thing. You know, I click a lot of follows if they're wrestlers and all that stuff. I'll follow away. Please boom, tell boom, me boom, the boom, story boom. ends with it. You were following a porn account. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of butt shots, like a lot of tremendous <laughs> amount of just crop shots of the butt. 
And I was like, this can't be the real Bailey. Like, this is not her real account. It can't be. And then all of a sudden, can't I thought, be Bailey's real asshole. Hmm. Let me look a little further. <laughs> Let me zoom. Oh, boy. But anyway, I quickly Wife realized. Walter, what are you doing in here, Chris Bailey? He's like, I'm examining butt shots. I need to know if this is the real Bailey I, I or not. I need to know if we get a blue check on this account. <laughs> I'm looking for the blue check in her asshole. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> speaking of COVID, um, oh man! So, as we said at the top of the show, Roman Reigns out um, like minutes before the show began. So they moved Brock over into the main event, and so now we have Big E, um, who defended his title against Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, the Almighty Bobby Lashley, and now Brock Lesnar. This was. The shortest match on the show, eight minutes twenty one seconds. Like, essentially, I think the uh, introductions took longer than that. It really did. Like, so they they talk about you need if you're going to be the champion, you need to go like twenty minutes. Your main events are usually twenty minutes. In fact, in the WWE over the past couple of years, the main events have been clocking in at like thirty to forty minutes. Mm -hmm. um, twenty of those is just a uh, finisher reversals. Yeah, really. And this one was less than ten, which I haven't found a reasonable explanation for why it went so short. But, like, if you're talking about just in terms of length of time, the main event of this show is actually Edge versus The Miz, believe it or not. This was, like, an opener, essentially, but they they just, you know, it opens there. You know, it's, it's, it's chaos. Uh, Brock Lesnar gets taken out early. Uh, Big E looks strong up until Brock Lesnar wakes up again and then takes him out. And the only one that he didn't get a full-on F5 of is, I believe, Bobby Lashley. Mm -hmm. So now... Mm -hmm. Since Raw, Bobby Lashley won whatever number one contenders match there was, and now we're gonna have. I'll do it for. I'll do. I'm gonna do this once. Let's see if it gets, gets us demonetized. Brock Lesnar versus Black. Mm. <laughs> Brock Lesnar versus Black Lesnar. The match we've been waiting a decade for. Run, oh. she and run. <laughs> I'm not the only one that's ever said that. <laughs> we're out. <laughs> that was a very popular joke in its time. Cancel that it man. Was. Speaking of cancel me, I have not done a single plug this entire show. So before while cancel they're me, running, I'm already canceled. Well, they're running. <laughs> well, they're running from my decades-long joke. Let me tell you that I am a I am a hack with old material, and I need Grammarly to help me write new material. Uh, Grammarly's AI-powered products help people communicate more effectively. Grammarly helps write mistake-free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar, punctuation, and spelling mistakes while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. So download Grammarly today. Go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Again, that's getgrammarly.com slash W2M network to download Grammarly for free. All right. Now that I'm done canceling you, welcome back to the show, Christian. What did hey, you hey. think of this uh, main event, such as it was? I, I liked it. I liked mm -hmm. it. Um, I mean, it's Brock. I'm a sucker for Brock. Uh, I think uh, basically anytime you put Brock in a ring, I'm going to be entertained. Uh, mm -hmm. I know he gets a lot of flack for the whole Suplex City gimmick where it's like that's his only move. But when you do a move that friggin' good <laughs> and it looks like it kills literally everybody. Yeah. Keep doing that move. Yeah. No, um, I, the, the year that he did, the, when he broke out Suplex City on John Cena, Cena, and yeah. it was like 20 minutes of suplexes, Ooh. I was like, this is the best match I've ever seen. Ever. They, they'll, they'll, yeah. criticize, they'll criticize Brock Lesnar for using the, uh, the suplex. The German, yep. But yet they'll praise Okada for hitting the same clothesline. <laughs> Ooh, Rindica! Rindica! Over and over and over. Come Very on. Very I think I don't, we were canceled again. I was going to say, that's a very racist impression you just did, and I don't tolerate that sort of thing. on. No, this. you will Grammarly fix that? That is... That, 
<laughs> Grammarly correct. <laughs> racist <laughs> remarks made. Get the red squiggly line under it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But uh, yeah, oh. the match was great. I, I liked that <laughs> they uh, they made special attention to not have Lashley and Lesnar really do a whole heck of a lot together. Right. Uh, we did this. We get we got the spear through the dasher board or whatever, which was yeah. cool. Well, um, well done. Yeah, very very cool. And like you mentioned, he didn't get the F five on on Lashley. So, mm-hmm. and as you also mentioned, we've been looking forward to this match for a very long time. This has been. Yep. I mean, we, we're very short on dream matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least legit ones, not like the fake ones that AEW keeps telling us that we want. You know, uh, no, like she's legit right. ones. He's right. Hey, uh, it's like, oh, this is a no. It's not. It's not. Um, five people on the internet want it. It's not a dream match. Oh my god, it's <laughs> Joey Janela versus. All right, stop. Who Just... <laughs> versus Big Swole? <laughs> yes. No, it's the it's Leo Rush Break versus Baker? Big Swole, the match everyone's been waiting for. And, and a Braun Breaker and Britt Baker. We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> There are things I would like to see Braun Breaker do to Britt Baker, but none of them are are available, uh, eligible on are the they air on television. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, so, so this is building to a uh, a one of the last dream matches we have left. Yeah, um, a match that we've long talked about the career trajectories of these two guys from pro wrestling into MMA and mm-hmm. back again. It's it's going to be good, I think, and the way they've built Lashley over the past year, year and a half with this almighty gimmick, he's been you know almost untouchable, mm-hmm. and Brock has always been almost untouchable. So this seems like it could be like a very combustible match, and I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to it. Which I can't say about like anything else in in any wrestling. I'm actually I'm, looking forward to a match. I'm really split on this because on the one hand, Brock versus Bobby Lashley is a WrestleMania main event. 100%. Like, 100%. You, you end the show with that. On the other hand, mm-hmm. they, they, they're selling, they're trying to sell out a stadium in St. Louis for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. You need, you, you need, need something. Something. Yeah. You, well, well listen, listen. No, 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 no. I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think you sell okay. 75% of the tickets based on the Royal the Rumble, Rumble itself. Alone. Yeah. yeah, I think you got to do very little to sell tickets to it. To if if any show, WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble, those are the two you have to work the least at to put asses in seats, in my opinion. Even in, you, even in a stadium, I mean, like a, like a football size stadium. Yeah, football stadium is going to be a challenge. I'm telling you right now, especially in you're, you're talking get Bob Holly back to face up, Brock. <laughs> I just put the title on me, and I'll beat everybody. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll just he'll main event, right? He'll just go into business for himself and get that win over on WrestleMania, like you did with that hardcore title. Is just take the weird? just take the belt. You're not scheduled to win it, but I'm going home with it. That eh? they'll stand back like Charlotte Flair. That I want to go and live in the ultimate timeline where they do that, where Bob <laughs> Holly just gets a title and beats everybody. I want to see how that ends. You tell you tell me that you wouldn't pop if Brock Lesnar won the championship and would walk Bob Holly. I would. I, I think the doors would come off. What do you think of him now? Yeah. <laughs> He's a badass man. All right, so uh, Pat Mullen weighing in with his booking. Have Lashley beat Brock, then Brock murder someone and take their spot to win the Rumble and challenge Lashley and Roman and unify the belts. All the same night. Mm-hmm. Let me let me tell you something. That that would be the way to go if you weren't having, uh, if you really don't have Dwayne Johnson in the cards, which you're you're hearing rumor after rumor after rumor that it's going to be Roman versus uh, the Rock. Yeah. If they mm-hmm. if that's not in the cards, I think Pat's onto something there. I think that's the that's the heavy main event that you want, man. I mean, you talk about Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and Bobby Lashley in one match. That's well, some beefcake going on there. What if? The way that they get to Roman Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania is The Rock is a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. 
You can't listen. Anything with the rock is a win for the WWE. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the thing is, is that we're, we're at a point right now where I think the roster is at an all time low and it's the perfect time to start flexing in new personalities, new faces, new gimmicks and all that stuff. Uh, are you going to hold off to WrestleMania to launch those folks? I think you need to start sprinkling them in very short, very soon. Uh, cause you don't want to come out of the gate looking like NXT 2.0 where every single thing on your screen is brand new. You don't want to do that. So you got to start flexing people in here, pick a corner here, vignette here, and introduce some of these new bodies who are going to be leading your charge very soon. Because right now we're, you know, the rock coming back is always a crutch. It's always a crutch. I, I hear what you're saying. And I, and I agree with you. Johnny Gargano <laughs> used to win the Royal rumble and then they need to put the title on him and he beats everybody. No angel Garza. <laughs> No, 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 no. Or maybe who do we have? Who who do we think? I mean, besides Johnny Knoxville, who's going to win the Royal Rumble? Oh Jesus! Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Johnny Knoxville entering the Royal Rumble. So, okay, it. Can I tell you how my? Can I tell you when I when I let my when I tell my son that Johnny Knoxville, the guy from Jackass, is going to be in the Royal Rumble? Suddenly, my son will want to watch the Royal Rumble. He'll think it's the best thing ever. He'll sell tickets. He loves Jackass. Okay, okay. Sort of an indictment of my parenting, but whatever. So, so uh, I I guess I got to agree with you in in a certain sense because you are going to draw some folks in. It seems like Johnny Mm -hmm. Knoxville is about six or seven years removed from being a celebrity. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Well, to be honest and with human. you, how, he kind of looks like how, a skeleton right now. Yeah, how you're long not, ago? How long ago was Jackass at its prime? Well, before, hang on, I'm going to answer you. I'm going to answer your question by saying this: His new movie is due out like right yeah, after the Rumble. I get oh, it. Yeah. Got, he's an actor too. Yeah, <laughs> Jackass the movie. Um, and oh. yes, he's actually a real actor. He's been in actual oh. movies. Oh. So but, you're you're saying right now he's super current? That my my whole theory I'm is wrong. Saying that he has a movie coming out that's going to get some attention, especially if they're moving every if they're pushing everything else back the way that they started last night with Morbius. More on that in a minute. Um, they push that back again. Thankfully, they, they push that back till April first. Yeah. So I think like the beginning. Yes, Hopefully. the beginning of February, the beginning of <laughs> the beginning of February. Um, the new Jackass 4 comes out, which got pushed back from, I think it was supposed to be out in October. And there's going to be a heavy marketing cam- campaign on TV. I've already seen the trailer for the ja- for Jackass 4. I've seen the trailer for Jackass 4 more times than I've seen the Kingsman trailer. Okay? The, there have they, been three Jackass movies? They, yes. They are huh. dumping shit tons of money into the marketing for Jackass 4. Johnny Knoxville is going to be all over television. So... If five minutes before he announced before the Rumble, no one remembered who Johnny Knoxville was, they'll know by the time they'll know by the time we get to the Rumble because it's going to be all over television. It's going to be in every theater. Um, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world considering Drew no. Carey was once in the Rumble. No, no, no. I I, I agree, and, fine. and I think Knoxville is the type of person who would take that crazy, ridiculous bump. Bump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe this is part of the whole setup. Maybe he's going to do something ultra stupid, get himself all messed up right before his movie releases. Who knows? It's Johnny Knoxville. You guys talk about the main event. I will be right back. Okay. The the main event. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, I I think you got a lot of things going on here. So the reason why this main event exists totally is because Mr. Reigns decided he was going to get the the COVID-19. Yeah. So number one, first of all, I guess we should wish Roman a speedy recovery. Of course, of course. Do you think that uh, the plan for this, had the match actually happened, was Brock beating Reigns? Do you think that they went th- this way I, because they were going to go that way? 
I don't think so. Uh, maybe. I, you know what? I don't think so because here's why I say that. Because the Usos retain their titles. Okay. Okay. So it appears that there's going to be, uh, you know, some tenure, some at least a continuing story on with the, with that group having belts. All the belts. So, yeah. So all the belts. So I think that we were going to go one more match. So we probably was going to extend into the Rumble. So I was thinking some sort of shady finish. Uh, yeah. yeah. Some sort of smiles here. And they were going to finish off clean in the main event with uh, Kevin Owens taking the pinfall to Big E. So I don't okay. think we were, go- we were going to have a title change at all. At all. Um, now, oh, the next night on Raw, which was just last night, you got mm-hmm. to see Bobby Lashley pin Kevin Owens. So Kevin Owens was always set up to be the, the stooge. Okay? Gotcha. Now, they had to switch gears, obviously, because you don't know how long Roman Reigns is going to be at a commission and all that type of stuff. Are they going to keep the belt on him? Is he going to be well enough to come back uh, very, very soon and continue the whole uh, gimmick that he's going on with the head of the table and the family and all that type of stuff? Mm-hmm. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't just want, you know, they invested so much in that. I don't want to see that go by the wayside. For sure. Especially not in this sort of way because uh, the build has been ridiculously good. For and like you said, if if they're going to inject The Rock, what does that mean? How do you bring him back? How do you introduce The Rock? How do you play off Roman Reigns? Do you bring The Rock back at the Royal Rumble when Roman Reigns is not there? We got to look at mm-hmm. that too. You know, is, is that surprise going to be for not? Or is it going to look like he's going to challenge for the title and just be, you know, you know, dubious about it, basically. Not going to say who he wants to challenge, but, you know, sure. he may have his eyes on his own cousin, heaven forbid. I, I thought it was going to, when my naivete that stuff actually happens on these shows kind of got the best of me during uh, Survivor Series, which was mm. my my grand return to, uh, to watching wrestling and, and being on this program. Yes. We had Roman end that show standing tall. And we had so much rock talk during that show that I I thought we were going to end the show with uh, with a return at least on the Tron, and the challenge yes. remaining. I thought that was going to be how we factor him back into it, and uh, well, it wasn't. <laughs> so I don't know what uh, what they could possibly do to make it feel organic, uh, or if they even need to make it feel organic. Uh, that might not be something they need to do. You're right. You're right. I don't, I don't know. And Pat just came in and he said they once put China in the rumble, which was an interesting point too, because I mean, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you do have to take risks with, uh, you know, some of the entrants. And I think you got Knoxville. Who else do you put in? Is there, is there a woman that you could put in the rumble this time? I don't think so. Or do we you get big? Karma. We got Beth. Or we get Swole. Yeah, or we could no, have, no. or we could have Omas throw everybody out. Mm-hmm. I w- maybe they, we could have Omos, Big Swole, Leo Rush, and ACH form Devastator. <laughs> <laughs> I like seeing Chris Bailey on camera having an aneurysm right before a very eyes. Will PG-13 come out and, and sing the theme song? Oh, please. That will be so good. Just Hello, hanging off of Omos. The bum brush your mother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well, Nailed Mother, your mother is the phrase that pays here on the round. Today's secret word is. <laughs> so oh I think that's God. the end of our review. Uh, day one, I it's fine. It was it was raw. Yeah, it's just another event. When when like I, when I don't watch the stuff weekly and I sit down to watch it, it actually. My wife made an entire fresh charcuterie board. I put that up on social I media. I saw that. She she that was not store bought. That was not ordered from some person who makes charcuterie boards for a living. That is my wife's amateur charcuterie board that I <laughs> that I put on social so, media. So we're gonna get Melissa to you know fund the Royal Rumble party and, and send charcuterie <laughs> boards all over the nation. One to That's Canada, right. <laughs> one to if, Arizona. If you would like a taste of my wife's charcuterie, 
uh, send emails to sgarmer yeah. at gmail.com um, <laughs> along with your hate mail. Well, well, I, I'm here to say that I would definitely love to taste your wife's charcuterie. Ooh, all right. Um, just, just saying. It looked delicious, didn't it? <laughs> it did. Good God, man. So my point of bringing all that nonsense up was we had a good time watching the, the show. You know, we, we had good food. You know, we were, we were having fun as a family. I mean, like, I don't, I don't, exp- I'm going to steal one from legendary internet legend Christian. Say not everything needs to be a one or a ten. A lot mm-hmm. of fives out there. It's okay yeah. to be a five. It is okay to be a five, and I, and I think, <clears throat> I think having these little little shows. I mean, this was a Saturday show, which is kind of kind of unique. You know what? Mm-hmm. Will we get the Tuesday in Texas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will we ever get you know <laughs> April in Arizona? I don't know. Where? What are we going to do? But I, I like these one off shows. I like to remember when um, when Brock Lesnar had that Japan show. I was all into yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, um, well, the Royal Rumble is going to be on a Saturday night, too. I'm That's the only thing. It messed me up. It messed up my internal clock to have a show on a Saturday night because Saturday night's, you know, boxing and MMA. Um, Saturday night wrestling. And I woke up the next day to, went to go to work and I was like, it's Sunday. This, doesn't, this, this feels <laughs> yeah. like it should be Monday. It should, yep. it, you know, I why am I here? I should be off now. I work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, I should be well, at home. You should have seen me cursing my TV on Sunday night, wondering when Raw was coming on so I could follow up with the conclusion. <laughs> I'm like, f- damn, Sportsnet 360, why won't you? Where is it? Why am I watching Family Guy? This is I, Where's my wrestling at? Chris Bailey's throwing a shoe that Robert Winfrey was Man. banging on the table. Um, and, and listen, that's the story of this pay-per-view. The fact that I was upset that Monday Night Raw wasn't on. Right. So you You've done your job, it. WWE. You have done your job. That they tricked you into into being into actually like looking forward to Monday Night Raw, which nobody does, and now they'll put you in Guantanamo Bay for. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is our coverage of WWE Day One. So I'll announce this now, and we'll do. And Chris Bailey is trying to make, force me to up my marketing game. Uh, so there'll be maybe some live event promos uh, advertising what we're doing here. The three event center. The three podsmen here will be doing a live stream. Okay, we all have to like pee in bottles and have a bucket of fried chicken ready because it's a four-hour live. I do that stream. anyway. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm, I um, might be. Out, I might be out with the COVID. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, we are going to live stream the entire Royal Rumble event, not the pre-show. I can't know, but when the actual Rumble starts, the actual. You don't want to see uh, Cesaro and Ricochet. Uh... Against Big Swall? No. Against um, Big Swall and Angel Garza? <laughs> no, I'm fast. Oh. Thanks. When the event in when the event proper starts, we will be doing a live stream on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, and you'll be able to interact with us all night. We're gonna cover the whole thing soup to nuts. So there won't be a standard review. Instead, we'll be doing a live stream. And if it works out well and everyone's got time for it for the big events, we'll do it again. Uh, for I guess Mania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series, right? The three-day Mania, three days of Mania. Hopefully, I, th- I think we will. We'll probably kill all the bandwidth on YouTube trying to fill up our time. <laughs> that's, so that's every nerd on the hour. <laughs> I was going to say, well, every nerd with with an internet connection live streams the WrestleMania. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> be great. I'm very much looking forward to that. By the way, I think this is going to be. Too. Uh, I've Me never too. done one of these alternate alternative commentaries before, and. Uh, I even uh, watched some of this episode or this show with the sound off to see if, like, I could talk during it. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess I'll find out. 
if, if it was any good uh, coming up soon. But I'm definitely looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a blast. I read a couple of years too. ago, the, the Casual Heroes and I it was myself, Gavin Napier, and uh, Jed Casey. We did an alternative commentary for the very, very first Elimination Chamber that debuted at the Survivor Series. It was Survivor mm -hmm. Series 2003. Mm -hmm. it, they're fun, you know. It's just you just you know you're just talking as you as you see stuff. So whatever you, whatever inner monologue you have you have going on when you watch this stuff, which is usually did I leave the iron on? God, this shit sucks. Why do I do this? You know, mm -hmm. time, <laughs> time is uh, what do you, time is relevant. Uh, is a, damn it, I tripped over that that one joke. Nothing means anything. Time is a flat circle. There it is. Hell is other people. Yes. Uh, just say that out loud. That's it. That's the <laughs> trick to alternative commentaries. Not a not an unannounced thought in your brain. You're like an inmate at that point. You just yeah. everything that you're thinking, you just say out loud. You get jabbed with the truth serum, and it's just free flowing. That's then right. we can do our. Then we can clip out our live reaction videos for the rumble, and we can put it up and get lots of hits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> But, uh, you know, the one thing about Johnny Gargano Rumble, won the Rumble. Go ahead again. Um, the Rumble. I mean, we talk about how cynical we are and how, uh, like I talked about, you know, this is an all hands on deck show. So stuff's going to happen. And no, of course not. Mm -hmm. The Rumble always gets us because yeah, no matter, does. when was the last time the Rumble actually lived up to any of our expectations? Never. Oh, like I'm gonna bring 20 up years ago. I'm going to bring up a different um example of like a moment the a, a mumble a uh, moment the rumble created everyone and i've talked about this before but that that one rumble where everyone thought daniel bryant was coming in at number 30 and was going to win when the mysterio whole thing. came out oh mysterio boy, came out. more mysterio i, sent I to had the been recording i wish i had been recording because <laughs> the the because you could actually hear like hear across the universe a collective sigh, sigh. yeah oh <laughs> man Oceans overflowed with tears. <laughs> when it's Rey true. Mysterio came out, and Rey Mysterio's soul broke that day. Yeah, He's never been the same. It's no, no, he was yeah. he was crippled. He's he's still afflicted with the scars from that reaction. <laughs> In like twenty years of wrestling, I can name like three palpable emotional moments. That was one of them. It sure. was booyaka, booyaka, go find yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Rey Mysterio. He was like, I, I'm everyone's hero. Look, I wear masks. I do superhero stuff. And everyone's like, we hate you for not being someone else we thought was going to be here. Was that, <laughs> who won that year? Was it uh, Batista? Batista. Yeah. Batista. No, that, okay. that was Batista. Blue, Blue Tista. Oh, was, Blue Tista. Yeah. That That's led right. to WrestleMania 30, 30, where Daniel Bryan did the double duty against Triple H and then Randy mm -hmm. Orton and Batista. Yes. All right. So, um, in the meantime, uh, you and I, Chris Bailey, have another date uh, to to cover some wrestling. I don't know if you uh -oh. know that or not. Um, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. A it's week... right right on my calendar. A week from tomorrow, we will be reviewing AEW Battle of the Belts because they go live Saturday night. It's one of their quarterly. This is basically like their Clash of the Champions. Yeah, um, they're doing quarter New Year's Eve night shows. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's oh, tonight. Yeah. New Year's Evil is tonight, baby. Yeah, not, oh, I'm not... joking. That's still a thing. Yeah, yeah, oh. with limited commercial breaks, from what I've been told. But yeah, we're is, not covering. I is can't. Dexter Loomis on it, unless something really, so. really special Foreign gets pictures? promised. I can't do these like special episodes of NXT and Dynamite anymore. There's too many of them. So um, I we we tried. I can't keep up with it. So, but we are going to do Battle of the Belts, and that'll be a, that's uh, airing this Saturday night, and then Chris Bailey and I will cover it on the twelfth, a week from tomorrow. 
And then we have the Royal Rumble Live alter alternative commentary Saturday night, uh, January 29th. So that's all the wrestling there is this month. Yesterday, myself and Sean Comer had a Cars-themed triple feature. We did Titan, uh, El Camino, and uh, Christine. Christine, yeah. We put up an, uh, a round table. We have the proper review of No Way Home, but um, a lot of people wanted to be on that, and I said no. So I, I shuffled them off to a round table like I want to do. Uh, so that was Jesse Starcher, Evan Bevins, uh, Benjamin J. Cologne, and David Wright. They did a roundtable for Spider-Man No Way Home. That went up yesterday. Myself and Jason Teasley reviewed You Season 3. And then we had a source. The first source material of the year proper was myself, Evan Bevins, and Jesse Starcher reviewing Billionaire Island. Tomorrow, the Metal Hammer of Doom are reviewing Band Made, Unseen World, which came out a year ago. Um, <clears throat> Thursday night, uh, another triple feature. This will be myself, Evan Bevins, and Ronnie Adams. We'll be doing Prisoners of Ghostland, Shadows in the Cloud, and Out of Death. Friday, David Wright is back again. We'll be reviewing the finale season of Lost in Space. Christian, I know you watch very little TV, but you're into the science fiction. You really ought to get on that Lost in Space. It's a really good show. Really? Like 100 years ago, right? This is the new one. No, this is the um, new one. <laughs> why? Didn't we already have good. it? Oh, we, okay. can, we can. Look, my father-in-law, we can do things more than once. It's fine. Um, you know, I just found out there's like a new Wonder Years too. What the hell? Yeah, that? there's a there's an all all African American Wonder Years. So I've tried, I've tried, <laughs> tried to love mm -hmm. the new Wonder Years. I've tried. Wonder Years mm -hmm. is my favorite my favorite drama of all time. It's my I've got the box set. I've got all the DVDs. I've got it all. Mm -hmm. Kevin and Winnie are my deal. Mm -hmm. I tried my best, and you know what? The first four episodes, I was like, yeah, you know what? I can. I'm trying. I'm really going to get into this thing, and I just can't do it. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to watch all the see, watch all the episodes and see if it connects with me. But it's it's not doing the the original trick for me. If I, I need my Fred Savage and Winnie Cooper. If what I can get the entire, if I can get through the entire again. season of Young Rock, you can get through an entire season of The Wonder Years. It'll be. I'll get through. I'll get through it. But I want to love it. That's my problem. I want um, to love it. I can't help you. What you want to love? I love Christian, <laughs> and I think Christian should watch Lost in Space. It's amazing. I think um, I'm just watching Dexter. Dexter is the only thing I'm watching right now. The new out of new stuff. Kirk good enthusiasm is over. What's, so. what's, what's the word? What's the word? Good. It it is so much better than I thought it was going to be. Hmm. Okay. Uh, when when they Great. bring shows back, I mean, you never know. Yeah, because I mean, they had the Sopranos movie, which sucked. That was <laughs> garbage. Um, then I was like, oh crap, we got Dexter still, and that's going to suck. And no, no, it's actually awesome. Can it's I can really I ask good. you why you watch Dexter? What what was it about Dexter that really got you into this? We, uh, you know, my my wife is uh, really bad about um, trying to force me to watch things because you guys know me; I don't watch stuff. So she's like, "You need to watch Breaking Bad," and I'm like, "No, I'm not cool enough to listen to watch Breaking Bad. You know, I'm just not cool enough for that." So she finally forced me to, and I fell in love with it. Yep. And I'm like, "Okay, what's next?" And she's like, "I don't know, Dexter." And I'm like, "Okay, okay." So we tried Dexter, and after the first two or three episodes, I'm like, "This sucks." <laughs> this is garbage because if you've ever watched dexter like michael c hall is a fantastic actor he's oh, got yeah. great facials he's awesome he's just awesome but the dialogue is is very internal in the first yeah. few episodes of dexter and it's cringe okay he's like 
I need to feed my dark passenger. And I'm like, oh God, I'm watching this? Somebody got paid to write that? <laughs> if you like that, see, I've never watched Dexter, but if you like that, when you're done with Dexter, you need to give you a chance. So imagine- My wife is trying to get me to watch you. You oh, will love God. it. You, you will love it. watch you. It's terrible. <laughs> no, it's good. Actually, my, for her Instagram stories, she mm -hmm. actually had me act out a scene from that. <laughs> okay. So you and is basically- I, I, did, I don't know what it is, but I had to- rifle through things it's like for if one stories. of us who does these like nerdy podcasts live stream deals was a serial killer that's okay. you essentially it's like it's like this like really intellectual cynical nutcase who obsessed mm -hmm. over a single woman a basic bitch the kind of gal that listens to true crime podcasts right and you know and watch and watches you know reality tv shows but the the rich wives of hoboken um, mm -hmm. that kind of woman. You have no idea why he's in love with her the way he is, but he is, and he'll kill anyone that gets in his way. Okay. That, but the whole time he's doing an inner monologue, and it sounds like us. It's really, it's, yeah. it is awesome in all the worst ways, or it's horrible in all the best ways. I don't quite <laughs> know where I land with that. Um, why is this Brock match only getting two stars? <laughs> I need to know. There's a line from season two. I'm just going to leave you with this, and then we'll move on. There's a line from season two of you where he was like, somehow I ended up in a throuple with you and your brother. Chris, I died. Like, knowing if you knew the context of that line, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Um, so, yeah, it's just every, like, cynical thought you've ever had in your mind about our, our, just our, our modern um, parlance and conversation and culture, this guy says, out loud in television it's great <laughs> or horrible depending on your point of view anyway um so i don't know if you guys know this but your 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 whole positions here at the rattling broadcasting network are being threatened by a rising star that rising star is my son jonas rattledge i thought and he was going to say harry again <laughs> that's, oh, a whole oh, other, sorry. That's, that's a whole other conversation um but <laughs> jonas and i will be doing a comic script uh because i'm bringing him up right Sheehan. Mm -hmm. i got him a monster on a hill for christmas nice and uh they adapted Monster on a Hill for the movie Rumble, which stars a whole bunch of WWE wrestlers. Um, and that's now exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. So we're going to watch Rumble. He read the book already. He RP tested on it. Um, so we're going to talk the book, and then we're going to compare it to the movie, and that's going to be this Saturday. So we have nice. a comic strip for Rumble and, cool. and um, Monster on a Hill and a re-airing of our Hotel Transylvania 2 because Hotel Transylvania 4 will be out a week from Friday on Amazon+. Plus. Before he's gonna, I, he's, gonna, he's gonna take his old man out, you know this, don't you? Like like this guy you guys out. Oh man, it wouldn't take much. Like, you got like I don't really need you anymore. I have my son covering comic books, movies, and television. He's great. And you know, Chris Jean's gonna be like, fire me, I'm already fired, and then drop it out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, before we go, I uh, just want to remind everybody that all the music that we cover on the Metal Hammer of Doom is available on AmazonMusic.com, as is this podcast. And it just so happens we are giving away a free 30-day trial of Amazon Music Unlimited. Click the link at GetAmazonMusic.com slash W2M Network. That's GetAmazonMusic.com slash W2M Network for a free 30-day trial of the Amazon Music Unlimited service. Stream all you want. listen to Migos. That's right. We never really talked about that because I don't know who the hell they are. That could that could have been hit row. I have no idea. The Migos, they're they're like a toy company from the like late yeah, 60s. Right. They the did superheroes. Yeah, yeah. Were, the Migos. Three yeah. of them. It was it was Chevy Chase, it was mm -hmm. Steve Martin, mm -hmm. and, and Martin yeah. Short. They were great. Olay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Gian, go ahead and plug your stuff, man. Uh, one question before I do. Um, we are less than a month from the Rumble. Who do we got winning it? Any Big guesses ball. yet? Ooh, I'm going ooh, with Mixed I don't. I don't know. I don't know who's going to be champion and who's not. So we exactly. got to think about if it's your main event. Are they pulling off a rock? Are they going to do a uh, a a uh, Bobby Lashley maybe this time? Don't know. Do you, do you think we're going to have any? Or he surprises? he's already. He's, hopefully, but but they got to be in the championship match. That's the damn killer with all this stuff. If he could just win the rumble and pick their match and do something special. This wouldn't be an issue, but that whole they have to be in the world title pitcher really kills it because it's either. I'm going to disagree with you. I got to interrupt you there because the way they've been doing the Rumble now is just because you win the Rumble doesn't mean you're getting your WrestleMania shot. In the in an intervening pay per view or special event or something, they always they put it up for grabs like in the elimination chamber. Something happens where now the person who wins the Rumble doesn't always make it to Mania. So they have to point at the sign. The sign. Well, of course, yeah. You know, you can't see what I'm doing with my hand when I do that <laughs> off camera. So I got to do it like this way because if I do it this way, <laughs> I get the wrong idea, especially when they see a bald bearded guy doing that. Um, and I swear to God, that's I'm at the WrestleMania sign. Wrestle, WrestleMania. <laughs> pump it up. Pump it up. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Um, you want to you want to take a swing at that, though? Any, anybody, Chris? Bailey? With with what? Who, yeah. Like I said, it, it, it has to be. If I'm if I'm going on that, it's going to be a, a Bobby Lashley type person winning it, I guess, because we're having a match right now coming up. Um, but I, I, you know what? I, I don't know. I don't. I, I really don't know what to say here. I, I'm I'm really at odds. Or maybe it's going to be if we're in the pandemic era. Maybe Drew wins again to give him the belt until people come back into the building. <laughs> hey, we have to go back to the Thunderdome. The belt's going on Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else wants to work. Yeah. That worked last time, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. champion. All right, go ahead. Plugs. Okie dokie. Uh, you could find me on a whole bunch of different stuff at uh, chrisandreggie.podbean.com. You can search up Chris and Reggie's Cosmic Treadmill on any of your podcasting aggregation applications, your favorites and your least favorites, of course. Uh, you could find me at chrisisoninfiniteearths.com. Got a load of shows. The regular show is X Lapsed, which is almost at 300 episodes. Uh, 297. Seven. I, I just finished scripting episode 297 and um, the X-Books are getting kind of long in the tooth right now. <laughs> We're in a perpetual water treading mode. So um, the the main mind behind this era of X-Books, Jonathan Hickman, has decided that uh, I'm done. So he's leaving. And uh, until he wraps up the rest of his story, everybody else is treading water big time. So for the past it, few months, every issue has been filler. Has, has Magneto passed his trial yet? Magneto never went on trial, despite the fact that we have five issues of a book called The Trial of Magneto. It's it's a callback. <laughs> it's, you know, that's that's kind of what I'm worried about with all comics now, how we're in, like, rehash mode, but, like, only, like, one toe in the pool. It's like, let's have something called Inferno that has nothing to do with Inferno. No. Let's have a trial of Magneto, because we already had one, but... It'll have nothing so to do with the trial the I was looking forward to both. I was just waiting till everything concluded and read it in one sweep. I was just no. saying, is the next issue of X Men going to be the Roddy Piper Memorial Lumberjack match? It might be. <laughs> it might be. It's going to be the fabulous Moolah Royal Rumble until they cancel that. It's uh, <laughs> it's just it's it's hard to do. Um, and uh, the lack of an excitement I have about the books right now is like 
you put like the uh, like the cubed on top of that, and that's how the listenership is at this point. It's just like, how often can you hit, listen to an idiot say, "Can we just get over this?" <laughs> so I feel bad for anybody who who is like devoted to listening to the program because it's just been me like muddling through at this point. <laughs> but uh, hopefully that's coming to an end soon, and we'll get this new era. That'll probably last about two or three months until the big summer uh, crossover, and then we'll get another new era, which will last a couple months until somebody else comes back, and then we'll have another new era. So uh, if that doesn't sound exciting, I don't know what does. Um, you need the clip of uh, Jin Erso from Rogue One going, let's just get this over with when you start your podcast. <laughs> you know, until until we get to a, uh, a new the status quo that might actually stick, it, it's just a lot of that. Well, they're lot. they're they're doing the votes now to see who our next batch of X Men are. So there you, you know, go, Shane. We did the X Men vote last year, and we've had a new X Men team that have been together for not even an entire story. They've had five issues of that volume, and now we're already doing another damn vote. Oh uh, no, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's like we haven't even established this team yet, but. I guess, you know, social media polls are a little bit more popular than actually going out and spending $4 on a goddamn comic book. Yes. So it's like, ooh, we can get people to retweet this, but uh, actually read the books? Nah. We have this one idiot in Arizona who will spend five hours talking about <laughs> Chris will do the reading for us. That's about the size of it. But uh, yeah, That's so the, there's excellent. I like how you've become an audio book, not a podcast. Yes. Thank, thank you for saving me money, Christian. That's what I'll tell you. Thank you. That's, you got to be good at something. You gotta, right. you gotta sell that now. You gotta repackage yourself as I am the X Men audiobook. Uh, mm -hmm. You can you know, find I, me on on uh, what is that? What is that book uh, website? That, Audible. Uh, there's the one. I'm Audible now. I am Audible <laughs> there you now. Go. Oh my god! I'm X Audible. That's <laughs> gonna be the <laughs> when my when my wife is like you know mobile and like moving around cleaning the house whatever. She's always listening to audiobooks. That's how you gotta sell yourself. Like, you do go. you have shit to do but want to read X Men comics? <laughs> Come to Chris Sheehan reads the comics to you. There you go. Excellent dollar idea. You took your job. Yeah. I just, I just saved. You can buy more houses now. I'm going to be up to eight houses. Yeah. <laughs> more. Living in all of them. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. Just spending one day in each. Yep. Oh, I oh, yeah, in, in this house on Monday and on this one on Tuesday, and then exactly. I from this one. So well, we also have the other shows on the channel. Yes. Uh, not just Xbox. Uh, we have uh, Quester Days, which we need to get back to. We need to get back to Mr. Bailey, but I've it, the, the the holiday kicked my ass <laughs> are, are you so, are you free are you freed up this week at all i would hope so i hope okay so. the holidays well, are we'll over. we Hopefully. will touch base we will touch base uh we also have maze lighting which is another show i need to get back to where uh, me and ed moore talk about the maze agency we also have to the choir where me and dave schultz talk about preacher which nice. again we need to get back to but um I was, just about, I, was, I was thinking about you the other day because we wrapped up doom patrol and you know who, who did a guest spot in doom patrol the no. Dead Boy Detective Agency. Oh, God, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When Christian almost commits suicide on the podcast, mm. it's time to talk to Chris Bailey. Neil Gaiman made them, so that's great. That's yeah. perfect. Can't wait mm. for the new Sandman series, live action Sandman on, on mm. Netflix. Is there going to be one? Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, love, I I was really slow to come come to video, but watching my friend slowly die inside on camera has made this a worthwhile endeavor. <laughs> I could see the light dim in your eyes when I said that. It's fantastic. not fast enough, unfortunately. <laughs> hey, Sandman series. <laughs> Bailey. Go ahead and do your plugs, man. There he is. All right. All right. We're back. We're back. I just wanted to show you a um 
So my wife decided she was going to buy me a graphic novel for, for Christmas, okay, for my mm -hmm. stocking. Guess what I got? Please tell me it's a Deadpool Detective Agency. Oh, it's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Is that a Classics Illustrated? I don't know what it is. It's from said company. <laughs> Vertigo. I, Vertigo. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so my wife really, really knows me. <laughs> all right, all right. Here we go. We're gonna we're gonna cast. Uh, <laughs> I got this from my brother. Oh, oh look at you! Yeah. Oh well, you Boom. know, damn it! If everyone's gonna show Christmas gifts they got instead of oh my god, that's beautiful, Sheen. In it, in it. Great, like Marcus displaying his. He's got his green screen right behind him. For God's Ooh. sake. Oh, no, I, I'll tell you what we're gonna do here. You keep talking. I'm just gonna interrupt. Here's you. what my wife got me there. Got me a big thing. Oh, I love that. Holy shit! Yeah. Now, well, to be fair, thing. to be <laughs> to be fair, she did get me this beast. There you go. And there a 3D go. printer. Ooh. No dildos, please. <laughs> You'll get the first one. Slim or ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> so whatever you. <laughs> anyway, just as long as it's blue, it's okay. You can, you can find me at Charlton underscore hero on the Twitter. And I got also, this for Christmas. Hey, hey, that's really good. I like that actually. Ah, that's really good. Talking. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. I, I did get the three jokers too, by the way. So that was another win. Um, yeah, so you can find me over on Twitter. You can also find me over here getting ready for the rumble over here in the W2M network. And as Chris mentioned, over on the Chris and Reggie network, we're going to be doing some quester days, hopefully very soon, maybe this week. And I uh, can't wait to get back into that one. Uh, really, really looking forward to it. We've had episode eight, is it not? Mm -hmm. Queued up yeah. for quite some time. And I, th I think I, I've gone through the, the motion. Oh, my God. Look at, look at Marco. Mm -hmm. He's loaded up the mask omnibus. Mm -hmm. What's that like? Redledge? I haven't read it yet. Hmm. That John who, does the art? who does the art? Uh, I think I wrote keep it. Keep doing your plugs. I'm going to keep putting up stuff that has nothing to do with it. Um, I, I also had the, the honor of being joined by a gentleman from YouTube named Dan Larson of Toy Galaxy over on the Wizards podcast. Myself and Adam actually had a good conversation with him while discussing uh, not only toys and all kinds of retro junk, but also a very fun episode or uh, issue of Wizard as well. So that'll be popping out on the 12th. And of course, we got the Royal Rumble. We got AEW coming up. We got the Podsman in full force for four plus hours of live Royal Rumble action. Lois Lane, look at that. Enemy of the people. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you it's pretty good. Lois Lane current year plus Greg Rucka. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. I know she's a strong woman. She in strong woman. Don't you forget it. History of violence. You got that actually. Mm -hmm. the, the 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 novel or the graphic novel? Graphic novel. Wow! I got me one. You got one of those, Sheehan? Do you have a history yeah. of violence? Yeah, I actually Which, had to read that for school back in the day. Which copy you got? I, I think I have the uh, the vertical crime version. I got this one. Okay, I have like a this smaller one. I think it's a a, a vert. I think it's a vertigo. Might be a vertigo. I don't remember. Now the artwork in this is uh, I don't know if you can see that. It's uh, kind of trashy. Yeah, it's which, a, it's you know it's it's real it's it's real garbage to be quite honest with you. So I don't gonna get be it. This is going to sound amazing on the audio version. Oh yes! <laughs> look, look at what I got. Okay, so what I what I have what I have in what I have in my hand is a history of violence 
by John Wagner and Vince Locke. And it is a graphic novel and it's illustrated poorly, we will say. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, did you talk about I wasn't listening? Did you talk about the super blog team up? Super blog team up is returning January 20th. And this time we're gonna say a big thank you to one of the uh one of the best all-time creators in comic books, and that's Mr. George Perez. So uh, as you know, um, he had a, a, a re some real bad medical news, uh, a terminal diagnosis of uh, pancreatic cancer, and uh, given a very, very short-term time to live. So we want to make sure that, um, you know, we say thank you to a guy who's really, really done a lot of, uh, a lot of awesome work and uh, put smiles on our faces uh, as comic book for fans years, for yeah. years and years and years. And listen, he's one of these guys. He's, he's not a guy who's... Uh, Who's gonna, you know, stab you in the face at a at a convention? This is a guy who's, uh, for all intents and purposes, from what I'm told of the stories, he's a great guy to all the all the comic book fans. And uh, very friendly. This this is our way of saying uh, a big thank you to uh, George Perez. So January twentieth. Well, thanks for joining us here on our review of WWE Day One. Uh, as always, the Posmen are always having fun, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to have a blast when we get to the Royal Rumble. I can't wait for that. We love I'm, to have fun with the WWE universe. I <laughs> <laughs> we put smiles on people's faces. Don't you just did. Like of dying a little inside. Yeah, um, I tell you, I, I I get a little obsessive with things, especially when I think it's a really good idea. And after we do this, we're I think it's going to be amazing. I think we're going to have a lot of uh, a lot of interaction. And I'm gonna make you guys do this like all the time. Like we're doing more if, live streams, all live streams. Listen, we are, we are open to pay. We are open okay. to pay. Me and myself and Chris are, are definitely willing to be paid after this. If, if you if we spike a rating, you're paying our asses. That's it. Like, can I promise? To, I promise to only say how much is this fellow away once. <laughs> is playing strip poker with a sex doll. I'm making you guys live stream it. <laughs> I got an idea. Why don't we cut it off right at the very beginning of the Royal Rumble and go straight to Patreon? <laughs> and on that note <laughs> be well, be safe, and behave see ya